This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better. Something designed with you in mind. Like the new Inspire Leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with Lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello and welcome to the BBC Gardener's World magazine podcast, brought to you by the team here at the magazine. Join us as we chat all things gardening with the nation's favourite experts. Comedian Joe Lysett lets us into his home and garden in a hilarious Christmas special. He talks to Miranda about his recent gardening successes and the disasters. Plus, join Joe as he takes our light-hearted Christmas gardening quiz. So, thank you very much, Joe, for being our Christmas treat. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> Thrilled to be here at Christmas. I'm not going to be edifying in any way about Christmas gardening. No, no, not at all. But no, do you... Nothing grows this time of year, anyway. Oh, it does. Oh, there are flowers There's nothing outside. going on out there. Everything's... It's an absolute war zone out there. There's no, nothing there. So you don't do a Boxing Day walk? I do do a Boxing Day. Oh, see. Well, yeah, I walk. Not specifically Boxing Day, but I do walk. Where do you go then on, on Christmas walk when you get outside? Well, there's lots of lovely parks around here. So when it snows, you get lovely uh, sort of competitions of people doing snowmen in various parks. So I like to go and do like a little <laughs> tour of the snowmen. Um, yeah, we're very fortunate around here that there's Highbury Park, which is just over the way, is gorgeous. And there's so many little elements to it. There's like a little sort of Japanese style garden. And then there's a big kind of swampy bit that iris is growing in the spring and yes so that's my place to go all year round but at christmas particularly it's lovely and, and you're mentioning the location it's so lovely to be here in mm. joe lysett hq yeah yeah let's call it that my my house, <laughs> house. yeah hq yeah <laughs> which is in birmingham so in it's... birmingham and I, I was asked about this in an interview this year about where i go to kind of write or where to, and, and one of the things that birmingham isn't as well known for people in Birmingham know it well for it but outside is how green it is we have so much green space mm. and lots around this particular area so yeah Birmingham is a lot more gardeny than people realize well you'll know why us I say us podcast team and myself why we come to Birmingham for the uh 
Flowers? <laughs> Lenny Gardner's Henry? World Live. Oh, Gardner's NEC, World Live, right? yes. <laughs> Lenny Henry was my suggestion. I just thought you're all huge fans of Lenny. He doesn't live here anymore. He's, he, he he's cleared off. He might come to the Gardner's World Live at the NEC. You don't yeah. know that he doesn't? No, I don't know that, yeah. I'm not, I'm not across his entire diary, believe it or not. But it is it is lovely to come up and it's lovely to see more than inside the NEC. It's lovely to come yeah, and see, well, as you say, this lovely green bits. Other than when Gardener's World Live is on, there's not a lot of green space in the NEC. <laughs> no. I, there's a lot of buddlier outside it. Yes, yeah. yes. And on the train tracks that run alongside it as well. <laughs> but I'm not sure there's much else going on. So you're not fond of gardening at Christmas. No. This is your downtime, can I, right? can I just have a recognition that I knew what a buddlier is? I think that's... Pro. I had a lot of buddlias in my garden and got rid of the lot because yeah. I just think they're um, common, for want of a better word. Are you becoming a gardening snob, Joe? Uh, no, I always was. <laughs> I think if you've got buddlier in your garden, and I'm sorry I'm going to offend maybe 90% of your listeners, get rid. What would you have instead of buddlia? A lovely clematis. Yes, quite. Or a quite. wisteria. Do you get winter flowering clematis? Oh, I don't think I do have a winter flowering clematis. If there is one, I want it because I'm not aware of one. Winter beauty. Winter beauty. I we'll have right. to get you one. We'll yeah, you yeah, yeah. That might get you in the garden in winter. Yeah, any excuse. Because it is, I was saying this, I would love just maybe 30% of the plants that grow and flower in the summer to just do it later. Because yeah. it just make things so much easier in the winter, wouldn't it? Because you're stuck with what are the little ones with dark leaves that have got like sort of cyclamen, cyclamen, heathers. But there are winter sweets. There are yeah chimenanthus. There are lots of lovely. You need to go to a winter garden. You know, garden. I think Cambridge has a winter garden. Okay. There are some. I will, I'll write you a list and get mm. you ins- inspired. Because I do. I would love to be out there more in the winter, yeah, yeah. but and I always just scented. think like, oh, I'm just going to stick another cyclamen in, am I? Just, <laughs> I'm just going by all the cyclamen in the local garden centre and just it's whack them all cyclamen. in. Yeah, sick of <laughs> sick is in the name. We should be aware of that. Yeah. Do you do any other garden-related tasks? Do you make a wreath? We have a wreath on your. Oh door? no, my friend makes a wreath for me every year, and they're beautiful. What yeah, they're they stunning. Look like? She makes them to order, but they're she, she does sort of create. So, what is your wreath? Do you see what I mean? Do you oh, have my a wreath. Style? Yeah, it's classic, a classic style, really. Of um, you know, your, your, what, your holly and ivy, your holly it? and ivy, and the little berry things, and yeah, all the ferny sort of stuff. When we last met, you were telling me all your fantastic horticultural endeavours you've been doing. Mm. I've just thought of something I think you might enjoy trying. Yeah, grafting mistletoe onto a tree. You could grow mistletoe in your garden. I'd love that. I heard about grafting because there was a podcast I listened to ages ago, which was about gorilla gardening, where someone grafted a fruiting twig onto a series of non-fruiting trees in their local area because councils generally only plant non-fruiting things because they don't want to clear up the fruit, basically. And within a few years, all the trees on their road were fruiting and the council were furious and they were thrilled and I, did, I just couldn't believe that that was a thing i just thought it was so beautiful and a brilliant way to you know annoy a council absolutely but you did tell us about you were trying to grow a lemon tree when we last did a podcast our mm. episode how has your lemon tree endeavor you were doing it so you could eat lots of lemons look like tom daly i mean how is this going how's the plan going uh have you heard of the concept of death <laughs> The long sleep. The, the long 
infinite the sleep pining. of death has come to my lemon tree. I tried my best with it. And um, yeah, the stump, I think, is still out in the garden. I could I could show it to you. I just I, I felt sad about it. So I didn't do anything. But so it's still in its pot. But there's no life in it. But it it did do pretty well for a while. But I've never managed to. I see friends of mine who've got these indoor fruiting, you know, and the fruits on them are disgusting, but they're lovely little mm -hmm. pockets of bursts of flavour. Mm. And I just have not managed it. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I think I overlove things. I water things you too to, much. Love to death. I got drunk the other week and I came back because someone had told me putting mineral water in <laughs> houseplants is a good idea. And I'd got some mineral water left over from the restaurant I was in and I came back with this <laughs> bottle of mineral water and just like Drown. drenching everything in the house <laughs> in mineral water. And it was quite posh mineral water as well. And these little house plants are like drinking like they're okay, in the Ritz. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. So, I, yes, uh, unsuccessful, but, you know, open to tips as always. But Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Whether you're making a delicious family meal or a post-workout snack, choose the farm-fresh taste of Eggland's best eggs. Only Eggland's best hens are fed their proprietary all-vegetarian feed. That's what makes their eggs more nutritious. With 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 6 times more vitamin D compared to ordinary eggs. Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com to learn more. Well, I thought maybe we'll start you with a plant. So someone's done all the hard work and you can just keep it going. Yeah. But I wondered how many citrus you were aware of that lemons aren't the only fruit. Oh. Would you like to? Well, limes. Limes. but Do you like satsumas count as a citrus? Yeah, yeah, they do. So oranges, satsuma, clementine. There's more. Are you, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready to play Rate My Lemon? <laughs> Is that that's what we're going with? That's rate My we're, Lemon. We're going to go with Rate My Lemon. And I got the horticultural <laughs> link. I hope there's a jingle going to be placed over this. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to get Sam, no. we'll have to get our podcast team <laughs> to do it. I'll come up with one. So the Citrus Centre very kindly sent me a, a package for you there's to try. A, there's not a place called the Citrus Centre. <laughs> so... I'm going to start off with, this is a Tahiti lime. So this is the Ooh. lime you can buy in the shops. Okay, okay. so we're starting. <laughs> I don't think they need a centre for that. <laughs> I don't think they but need. This is going to be your control. Okay, okay careful of your thumb is... there. <laughs> and am I just eating this raw? I just want you to have a smell because a smell, I okay. think this is going to be stronger than what you do buy in the supermarket. Because that's why a lot of us grow mm. our own fruit and veg. That is so can nice. Can you imagine isn't it? the cocktails you can make if oh, you grew yeah. your own lime successfully? Could you cut like a sort of I just what I want to taste it. Um, yeah. This is just rubbing it in that you killed your lemon tree, though, isn't yeah, it? It's like yeah. what you could have. This is triggering. Were, you, <laughs> you should have given me a trigger warning. <laughs> if you were good at growing citrus. Mm. Have I got any fun facts for you? Seedless fruit. Yeah, there's no. There's a reason to, to grow it. It's not the lime. juiciest lime. No. 
but some of these might not be quite ripe. I just said, can you send me some stuff? So right, some of these might, you know, might, it probably would get juicier. So they went, oh, Miranda's on again. Just send her all the <laughs> tap we've got. Send all the stuff that's fallen on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, a great starter plant, a great alternative fruit for gin and tonics, and excellent in Mexican beer. Oh well, I like to like a Mexican beer. All right, I've started. I've started you with something well, easy. I enjoyed that. Good. That's nice. I'll put it to there so we don't get confused. Whoa! This is a, a Eustace limequat, similar to Lakeland limequat but rounder. So it's a cross between a lime and a kumquat, producing delicious, spicy, small yellow fruit. It's like a small lemon, I would say. It's, like a it's tiny the same lemon. same color as a lemon. Cross between a kumquat and it smells. And it smells lemony to me. That smells is it lemony. Spicy? Does it say it's spicy? Mm, Hang on. Spicy small yellow fruit. Oh wow. That's nice, isn't mm. it? I'm gonna get I'm gonna have to get selective here, because honestly, I'm gonna leave you all this to play, keep playing rate my lemon later. But Well what's amazing about that is it's very zesty that. I can't remember what a kumquat is, but I thought kumquat was sweeter than that. I think so. I think they're quite soft and orangey, aren't they? Mm. They're right. There's a bit of spice on the end as well. See? That's really cool. So that's the Eustace Lime Quat. This is us thinking with Saturday morning kitchen now. So this is, I've cut it in half now. This is a Buddha's hand. So mm. we're getting more surreal now, aren't we? Whoa. And I don't think it's quite ripe because it should be juicier. But you can right. have, a, have, a, have a look and a sniff. So that, that looks like a kind of cross between a pumpkin and a lime, I would say. <laughs> it's got the sort of indents, hasn't it, of a mm. pumpkin. It's very pretty. A most extraordinary fruit. Each yeah, segment that's... is completely surrounded by its own skin, giving the appearance of fingers. Ugh. It's used in China and Japan for perfuming rooms and is a symbol of wealth and happiness. Okay, I'm spoiling you now. Whoa. Are you ready for citrus caviar? Yes, I am. <laughs> I told you this was going to get funny. Yeah. These look like when you're growing cucumbers in the early stages. No, it looks more like a fat green pepper. Yes, exactly. A fat green pepper. But this gherkin-y. is a citrus. Yes. It's a lime. That's amazing. An Australian, an Australian finger, finger lime. lime. And wait till I cut it open. Again, this might not be quite right because bless the Oh, yes, they describe it as like a small gherkin. Exactly right. Oh, looks like a small gherkin. But I think the reason why well, it's called caviar inside is because the little juicy bits are really, <gasps> are really wow. small. Wow. So wow. Shall I cut it again so you oh, don't, don't have worry. to? <laughs> Hey, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> this is the best Christmas ever. <laughs> I, I'm sure I eat loads of food that has people's hands all over it at Christmas. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's gone on the floor. That's okay. It was cleaned recently, as you can tell from the squeak. <laughs> oh, bless you, Joe. Hang on. Right, so this is, whoa, one. they are beautiful. Have a, have a put that one in your mouth, maybe. That no, I'm going to just put this one in my mouth. I don't mind. <laughs> you can have a dirty lime. I'll mouth. have a dirty lime. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. That's sour, isn't it? Whoa. So if you were going to grow an Australian finger lime, you would have citrus caviar. Little pop. It's like little pops, aren't they? They're amazing. The fruit is like a small gherkin in shape and filled with what's been described as citrus caviar. Makes a satisfying pop when eaten. Mm, that's stunning. I right. love how, yeah, it is caviar isn't it? Mm. I'm going to do one more before mm. we move on because I've got a... I've got a game. <gasps> this is this is Gordon ugly. This looks like we're playing the bulls now. <laughs> Look at the size of that. Okay, that is the size Do you of. Want to describe it? What is that the size of? It's bigger than an orange. Is that one of those melons? What are the, what are the melons that are that size? Oh, like a honeydew melon kind it's of size. It's a honeydew melon size. It looks testicular is the word I'd use. <laughs> 
Yes. So it's a natural hybrid. Yeah. This honeydew melon size shape sort of grapefruit, isn't mm. it? A natural hybrid thought to be a grapefruit crossed with a mandarin, a wow. large knobbly fruit. The variety was discovered in Jamaica in 1914. Traditionally eaten like a grapefruit, it's peeled and eaten like an orange. The flavor and texture is uniquely rich. Wow. The story of the name, mm. the ugly. Tangino, I can guess. <laughs> is steeped in myths. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the one that keeps popping up is a plantation owner in Jamaica walks into a kitchen, plonks a large fruit on the table. His cook takes one look at it and explains, that's one ugly fruit. Yeah. Right? We were... Should we give it a... Should we cut it out? Yeah. It's... The texture's fascinating. I feel like it's we got should have like mojitos, a... shouldn't we? I mean, it's a lot of citrus going on. There is a lot of citrus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a lot of sweet. It's got a kind of memory foam feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe and that's what they bet. Whoa! I haven't done. You meant to peel it, didn't they? they wow! Said, oh gosh, look, it's soft. Wow! So hang on, these... I've got two hands, so I'll let you do, do this. You me, um, yeah. Could you peel me yes. a, p- a piece, please? I feel like I'm in the bougiest waitress. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when they do free samples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you tried the new exotic fruit? It's eight grand. It's called ugly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It has got seeds. This. Yeah, so it's very orangey. In terms of like, it smells great. It's got a really nice, fresh sort of smell. Mm. Oh my goodness. Are you trying to tell me I could grow that in my house? Yeah. Well, okay, I'm guessing that might need a bit more space. Mm. It's like a tree, isn't it? (laughs) Your next house, your next step. Yes. When I sell my soul and do an advert for (laughs) some sort of. Citrus. (laughs) when When I get taken in by big citrus. Um. So, before I put them away, to bring Rate My Lemon to an end, which has been your favourite? The finger one with the caviar is really cool. and I, I, like, the... more, I like that it's called caviar. Yeah. Is that just giving me bias kind of luxury vibe? Well, that's it. I think the name, but the, and the flavour's really cool. The problem with that one is it's not that interesting to look at yeah. unless you know it's a lime. Maybe we like, need two. So that one, flavour-wise, great. But then that little lime one, little lemony one, Yes. Was the most flavoursome and I'd love to sort of, I'd love to watch my cat eat one of those. I think that was the the lime quart. Mm. Right. Well, they were I will, all amazing, I will though. leave you with them to, to make the most wonderful cocktails later for your Christmas um, Thank you, yeah. drinks. Yeah. Are you ready to hear the rules of the big fat Gardener's World quiz? Yes. Okay. So the rules are... <laughs> I've got nine questions. Some are about plants, some about gardens, some about Monty. And if you get one right, mm-hmm. you get a, a gift. A gift. A, from Santa's. Don't look, tote. don't look. From Santa's <laughs> From tote. Santa's tote. So yeah. I went in the basement at BBC Gardener's World magazine yeah. and I found some archived reader's gifts and <gasps> things. So they're priceless. So it's important I do warn the readers, you cannot buy these. Wow, okay. They're from So it's tats that you found in the back office, is what you're telling me. <laughs> That's the spirit of Christmas, and now I approve, I approve. <laughs> but I thought also, to make it more testing, see if you had done this game at Christmas where you get one present and if you don't like it, you can swap it with another mm. one. What do you call that? There's a game uh, for that game, isn't there? Yes, I did it with my um, family. <laughs> I ended up with a sword. <laughs> I've got an actual sword. It's like a wow. blunt sword, but yeah. For the, for the lemons and the lime. It would have, yes. I should have Be bought impressive. the sword, yeah. <laughs> so you can, you can, you'll get one prize, and if you get another question right, you can swap it. Okay. So you only get to keep one gift. Right. So make sure, you know, it's what you want. I see, okay. But I have, to get the, I have to get the questions um, right first. Question okay, right. fine. Okay, you ready for the first question? Yeah. What is the name of 
plants, or given to the name of plants, that retain their leaves in winter? What are they known as? Evergreen. Yeah, I mean, that's easy, isn't it? Okay, that's a nice easy one. So I'll start you off with... A gardener's world trowel. Yes, look at that. So, that Rita, is... he's got a plastic trowel. He's yes. got a, a measure. Mm. Look, you can make measuring, and you'll it be looks... the envy of your neighbours with your garden BBC Gardener's World magazine trowel there. So, I mean, if that was, if I saw that in a shop, it would definitely be on the lower end of the <laughs> recommended retail price, I would say. But lovely gardener's but, world know, logo on it. You could, you know, nice sort of thumb grip there. If you're really. <laughs> But I wouldn't trust it with... I like that someone's thought to add a thumb grip. Yes. I think it's very thoughtful. Yeah, they don't always thoughtful. have thumb grips, do yeah. they? Yeah. Right, next question. What is the vigorous climber that requires pruning twice a year? Oh, vigorous climber. So I'm thinking of climbers that I know. There's some climbing roses, but they're not that vigorous if I know yeah, anything vigorous. about... Yeah, and twice a year. In my personal garden, mm-hmm. the most vigorous climber is the wisteria. And so I'm going to guess at wisteria. Yeah, it's a bit, I knew you had a wisteria, so mm. I've made it a bit easy. Technically, I don't. It's the neighbours. It's the neighbours. And that's, it's been that vigorous. It's, it's that it's vigorous. Come it's over. come over, yeah. Can you name the months that you need to prune it? Uh, I'm pruning it all year <laughs> round, basically. But <laughs> you, you probably that, want you don't to get flowers. Yeah, maybe, maybe you want to prune it early spring, so sort of March time. I'll try to tell you the cheat, the way to remember. We call it the two J's. So it hasn't got to be spot on. But if it's about January and July, great. You'll remember that now. So if I prune it flowers. now, yep. that is that a problem? Wait till January, and you just give it a little little trim back to yep. help you get the flowers, and then come next July, cut it harder back to sort of two or three buds, right? Because you end up with too much green. You want more flowers and less green. What about a new wisteria? Because I've got a small one in there. Should that be pruned as well, or should I just let that do what it wants to do? A little bit of both. Right. I'd kind of be, I wouldn't be as harsh on it. Yeah. But you do want to help encourage the flowers. Okay. But when you buy wisteria, try and buy one that is in flower ready because they take, they can take seven years or something to flower. So you oh might be investing. <laughs> anyway, you win another prize. Wow. So. Oh, now. Oh, so I've got to decide You've whether to I want decide to swap. The gloves. The gardening, gardener's world, gardening gloves. Or Durable, flexible gloves, ideal for weeding and planting, size <laughs> medium. Oh, so they might be a little small for my might win this one. giant hands, uh, <laughs> but it's a nitrile coated palm, which I've never heard of before. I actually get through gardening gloves because you tear them here yeah. and there and whatever, and I've got a trowel that I'm Gosh. happy with. So I'm going to swap. <laughs> I'm going to take that. Please, then. Noel. I'm keeping the. I'm I, keeping I mean, the trowel. What's the? I called you Noel then, like because I thought it was a sort of deal or no deal style thing. But <laughs> well, we can go. I, I can do no- Noel. Maybe Noel, we... <laughs> there we go. Call me Noel. Very nice. Call me Noel. Very nice. Whereabouts in the UK is Monty's Garden? So we're going for a sheer, a something sheer. Oh no! Oof, we got you now. See, I thought you loved Monty. I had you down. No, no, he's a rival. Oh, he's a, oh, of course, now he is. Now yeah, you've got yeah. all your knowledge. I can't watch him because I'm so jealous. <laughs> Maybe he feels your arrival. Well, you know? should. I'm nipping at his. Uh, <laughs> but maybe he'll start doing stand up, and you know, then you'll be in trouble, right? Yeah, I would love to see Monty do some stand up. <laughs> so, um, any guess? Do you want to have a guess? Where roughly? So it's a sheer. Let's say Hampshire. Began with H. Herefordshire. Oh, Fun that's fact. not far from here. No, not, you go visit. I'll pop over. <laughs> Long meadow. <laughs> Salt is borders. <laughs> Take that, Monty. He doesn't mean that, Monty. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. Yes, it's just a joke. (laughs) Which style of planting takes its name from a favourite Italian dish? 
Which style of what planting? Planting. So bulb planting takes its name from a famous Italian dish. Oh, I did one on Gardener's World. <laughs> it's a bulb lasagna. Woo! Yes. Okay, okay. That, I really loved my bulb lasagna as well. It came out very well. Should we... Should we... Whoa, what is so, this? Joe is now holding... You have to describe it for the listeners what you've So got. it's a sort of leatherette style <laughs> clutch. The Gardener's World magazine clutch. And you open it up. Oh, look at that. That is... It's, so it's a travel pouch i'd say there's travel a wallet it's a travel wallet there's a section for tickets passport man, documents international man of mystery yes other <laughs> and then there's a zip here for currency it says boarding pass there what a lovely Do you not thing feel like your current wallet has been lacking somewhat now you've seen i mean that is an extraordinary thing isn't it <laughs> this is going to be a hard decision wow. right Wow, wow, wow. Is it, and it's branded. It's got... It's got the Gardener's World... Logo on it. Yeah, Can you so imagine it's a flashing travel... that at the airport, like getting that I out? sort of love it, you know. <laughs> thought you might. But it's the sort of thing that I'd pull out once <laughs> and then everyone would go, you're right, Joe. <laughs> and then I'd say, oh... It's quite big as well. So I recorded this podcast... Uh, it's Gardens World, and I had to answer questions about Monty Don in order to. And I had to swap out, and I chose that over the gloves. And you have to explain a lot. Mm. You know, when they ask you questions and check that you're okay, yeah. it'd be one of those, wouldn't it? You it's, might get searched. It's got you know? a lovely, it's lovely. So it was quite similar texture to the the ugly f- <laughs> citrus, I'd say. It's got a soft pillowy. It's got a texture. soft pillowy texture. So what's um, it going to be? I'm sticking with the gloves. Sticking with the gloves. Sticking oh, with the gloves. Thank you. Know. What an I amazing! I didn't realise that we had. I need to subscribe to Gardens World magazine. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Didn't realise you get all this stuff. You'll like this one. Gardening activities for an hour, including weeding. Yeah. Burn off as many calories as you got three options here. Okay. Ooh, okay. A medium-sized baked potato, <laughs> an apple, or a whole chocolate cake. So if you're in the garden for an hour, what you know? How many calories equivalent have you burnt off? I mean, I don't mean you, yeah, your yeah. average your gardener. Your average gardener. <laughs> that, that's not a, a diss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm less than average <laughs> as a gardener. So I always get disappointed by, like when I go for a swim, I've got this watch that tells me how many calories I've done. And I feel like I've done a massive swim and it's like, you burnt off four calories. So I think it's the apple. You know what? I was going to say you're wrong, but. It probably is right for you. You probably do burn oh. a 90 calorie apple. Right. An average gardener is 300 calories as the baked potato. Oh, but I'll yes. give you that. Well, I will yeah, give you no, that. No, thank you. Because I do, my average gardening session is like a small bit of because adding some seeds. Because right? it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's really generous of you. Big guns. Whoa. <laughs> will you describe this for the listeners, what you're holding? This is the gardener's world barometer and thermometer. Indoor or outdoor barometer with a built-in thermometer. Don't mention the price. Yes, this used to be a gift option in a, in a well-known shop. That's extraordinary. I mean, not a bad price, I'd say. It's a little bit dusty. It's a bit dusty, but as, uh, it's beautifully made. Oh, There's lovely fonts on there, I'd say. Can you just say Garden as well, don't it? It's in an attractive warm grey finish casing. And Do you have it's fully weather resistant. Do you use a in, barometer and thermometer in your garden? Uh, I use a thermometer in the greenhouse and I bought a barometer, but I didn't know what to do with it. So what sh- what do you do with it? It's, it sort of tells you the pressure, doesn't it? Right, right. So it gives you an idea, rain, change or fair. But it, it's, they're pretty old school, What does change I mean, or fair mean? <laughs> so rain means rain. Yeah, fair ch- means good, right? right change, change, I guess. Like... Yeah. <laughs> so, Changeable could be either. So if it's really far down on the left, it's throwing it down. And on the right, it's really sunny, basically. Which, which you could... Um... 
You, you, could, you could just look in the sky, <laughs> I suppose. I think the you? idea, and I am not a scientist, is the idea, it's, it's measuring the pressure. So it's giving you an idea of I what's see. sort of coming. I see. Um, oh, it's, according to this, the temperature in this room's a little cold. I'm sorry. I should probably it might not work. Put the heating on. <laughs> it might not work. That is the other disclaimer. So, for as your next Christmas quiz. I've just seen prize. this is a production sample for approval, <laughs> dated 2012. What's it going to be? The barometer um, or the And gloves? I can change the weather if I shake it. <laughs> What's it going to be, Joe? I'm going to stick with the gloves. <laughs> right, next question. Monty and his wife Sarah had a creative business <laughs> in the 80s. Why is that funny? Just it's funny that I'm answering questions about Monty, Don. <laughs> at Christmas. At Christmas. Sometimes I do wonder, how's my life ended up? World quiz, yeah, yeah, of course, you know. of course. <laughs> You'll have stories for later. Yes. I had a creative business in the 80s. What was it? I mean, I don't know what it is, so my mind is whirring with <laughs> completely inappropriate possibilities. Some of it's in the V&A. Oh, is it like gardenware? No, Fab it's, not, it's not nothing gardening. Nothing, nothing related to gardening. A creative business. Yeah. Um, so they were selling stuff. Products, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, like a homeware thing, like um. Shall I? I'm, I'm going to do because it's Christmas. I'm going to give jewelry, earrings, fashion and jewelry. Wow! And it was stocked in Harrods and Liberty, supposedly, and Harvey Nichols. I, I, I mean, I was around. We were both around in the eighties, but we don't remember it very well. No, I don't. Um, Monty Don's earrings. I'd love to see them. I'm sure the they're beautiful. Yeah, I'd love to go to the V and A. Yeah. Oh, I will. I will give you that. Um, that's really cool. Oh, that's sweet. Will you a describe what this prize oh, option is? Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> It's a wind-up radio with torch. This is the sort of thing my nan would have loved, I'm sure, when she was out in the garden. So, yes, you've got an AM, FM, self-powered radio, and a little torch on the end. And, yeah, I presume you just give it a little well, winding. Yeah. A little wind, and There's then you can listen to it. There's um, something really... Off the grid about that, isn't there? Yeah. Like, no one's going to, you know, Instagram I feel notifications. Like, yeah, nuclear war, that could be really useful. <laughs> That's uh, Gardener's World trademark and BBC, licensed by BBC Worldwide Limited, BBC 1996. That could be in the V&A. That could be in the V&A. It's actually really nice. I think I know what you're going to go with then. Yeah, I'm swapping it out. The gloves are old news because that's got a really... <laughs> that's quite special, isn't it? It looks a little bit like there's some sort of tobacco damage to it. <laughs> Like someone's been smoking. Like, did you see the discoloration? Yes. No. It, it's it's a very almost kind of. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's not like it in brownie, your office now. But it might have been in '96 when this was produced. <laughs> almost kind of welly colour, not quite green enough, but it's that kind of gardener's yeah. gear colour, isn't I it? I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and and it's got a what do you what do you call this? Like a tag hang hand. A lovely it? bright yellow strap. <laughs> right. Question number seven. Yeah. The spice saffron comes from which flower? Oh, I don't know. Saffron. Oh, that's annoying. I'm going to guess. Think what saffron looks like. I'll, I'll try I actually can't think what it looks like. Is it like a brownie colour? It's sort of quite bright red, isn't it? Or kind is of golden red. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm terrible with spices and knowing different spices. You live in Birmingham. Which I know, it's terrible. It's wonderful I know, spices. but I just, I'm not good at cooking with spices. So it's, so sort if of it's the red. I'm probably getting this quite wrong, but it's sort of the filamenty bit of a flower. Uh, what's red? I mean, think about the size of, you know, does that help? 
It's a bulb. Oh. I've actually, as a as it's Christmas, Joe, I've actually brought you some bulbs of it. So some sort of allium or something. One. No, it's not allium. Alliums aren't red. Crocus. Is it it's crocus? A, it's a type. It's a species of crocus. Wow. And I've got you some bulbs, so you can... Make my own saffron. Make your own saffron. That's amazing. I mean, this is going to be uh, very bougie around here. Once there, you've got, or you're growing yeah. all your own exotics. Where does turmeric come from? From turmeric. Oh, it's is a that root. called a, yeah, it's yeah. a root? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm lovely and friendly, aren't I? Did you <laughs> yeah. enjoy the um, yeah, yeah. patronising reply? Turmeric, obviously. <laughs> basil, that basil. You can grow lemongrass. Cumin, they're seeds, aren't they? Cumin is seeds, yeah. Yeah. I might give you a couple of options because I'm running out of questions. We've got loads of prizes. Oh, God. Oh, look. Okay, so these I've are... I've kind of got one for your mum, maybe, as well. Oh, that's very sweet. Because you do lots of important notes and you write, Yes, it's a Gardener's World script. notepad. Thumb marks in it, which is... <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, there is matching pencils as well. That's really sweet. Um, I think when you you know when you're taking down a big organisation, you could um, yeah. get your gun as well. No over. back cover, literally. <laughs> it has got a back cover. It's shiny. There's it's no picture shine, on yeah, it. No, but yeah, it's got no protective. print work on the back cover. They're very sweet. I don't think you're going to go for it though. No, I think the radios. Even with that. Oh, the Gardener's World magazine <laughs> pencil. Gosh, I didn't realise how much tat you all produced. We are very fond of our... Tat, yeah. Have I got any more questions? Right, yes, I do. Don't look at the oh, sorry, answers. sorry, sorry, yeah. So Monty has several dogs. Yeah. What are the three that you're most likely to see on the telly? Oh, but he's got more than three. Oh, he does. You're, you need to listen to some of our previous podcast episodes. Oh, my God. We give away this kind of information. Well, Monty describes his dogs. And listeners, I hope you're all having a go at these questions. Yeah, because... I'm sorry I've not listened to the uh, previous Monty episodes. <laughs> this would be nice I'll to listen up. to after Christmas dinner, wouldn't it? When you're sat down, sort of bored of everyone. Kind yeah, of, yeah, just pop the, um, do the Gardener's World quiz on. any of Monty's dogs? Cl- Clive? <laughs> Gary? Keith? <laughs> no, no. Brent, Brenda? And I'm going to show you what you could have won. Uh, Robbie? Whoa. Oh, you're pulling out the big guns now, aren't you? So this, for listeners, is, is the... the Gardener's World magazine, BBC Gardener's World magazine. Fleece. Um, fleece. Zip up fleece. I mean, in the garden, if you're out gardening, in this, <sighs> People are going to lose it. their minds. What size is it? And I got you a big one. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Can I you try can it on? Name... Yeah, of course you can. You can name his dog, so I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, no. How? Mind the candle. Oh. Mind the Christmas. <laughs> We can have a lovely, be very toasty. You can, can you imagine going up in yeah. flames in a gardener's world, please? It might be the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Do you think we should let you have it anyway? <gasps> it fits <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, no, don't check the pockets because it's gone. Oh, there is something in the pocket. What's that? <laughs> it's paracetamol. There's some paracetamol in the pocket. <laughs> it looks old paracetamol well, as well, Well, you need us at Christmas because, you It's know. not paracetamol. It's cocodamol. It's like heavy-going pink. <laughs> That's wonderful. But there's, like, toggles inside the pocket. What's what that for? What do Is that to, like, attach stuff to? That's so funny that there's hardcore pills in it. <laughs> I love this fleece. I thought you would. I'm obsessed with this fleece. (laughs) You can have it. It's Christmas. Thank you so much. This is the best Christmas ever. 
No, I don't want a T-shirt. Get rid of the T-shirt. I want to see it. Get it out of my house. It's all about the fleece, isn't it? What have I got? I can now split my life into two distinct parts, pre and post <laughs> Gardener's World fleece. I'm so BF happy in this fleece. And AF. Yeah, yeah. Before fleece. Um, two for one garden guides. Yeah, why not? I thought one for From you, one for year? your mum. This, this is for this 72. year. 72. Um, if I've got one for your mum, she doesn't have to go with you then. That's two true. for one. Yeah. So you can enjoy Great. that. Lovely. So that has been... The BBC Gardeners World magazine <laughs> Big Fat Quiz. How, how do you feel? I mean, you've stolen the top prize. Well, how many did I get right? I, I, got, I, was, I wasn't counting. I wasn't good on Monty's history, but I thought it was about gardening, not about... I didn't realise it was the Monty Don podcast. <laughs> For those counting, I didn't ask you number nine, but that was where BBC Gardeners World Live held, and we kind of We've covered, covered that. that. We covered yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so, it's uh, been an extraordinary experience. I didn't know about all the Gardeners World merch, and I'm... <laughs> Really into it's all of it. It's not available. It's not for sale. You're going to get sale. listeners excited. They're going to be so, so the, jealous. So these, this fleece, you not would have sale. got. You would have got if you'd subscribed maybe to the an magazine event or something, something, or maybe it was for people working at the event. I don't actually know the. Uh, well, but whoever it's legit. was wearing it was in considerable pain. Whoever last had this had some sort of back issue. <laughs> And I'm very happy to take it off their hands. So having won, how, how does success feel, Joe? Feels great. <laughs> I'm going to take a couple of those painkillers. We're going to have a great time. Have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much to all the gardeners of the world. Thanks for listening to the BBC Gardeners World magazine podcast. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts and never miss an episode. If you've enjoyed this episode please tell others about it and rate us in your podcast provider app.